Hey everyone! Hey everybody! To episode number seven, I believe it is. Jermaine's a little under the weather, but he's going to stick it out with us today. What's going on? I'm going to power through. That's that's what dads do. How's it going? Yeah, that's what we do. We power through. We yeah, can't complain. Uh, you can. You I will can. say this: on this podcast, you can complain. It's it's. Well, I was well then. I was on the couch, and Trina came home from daycare, and. I was like, buddy, daddy's sick. I was just laying there. They're like, uh, I'm like, daddy's sick. And he, first thing, jumped on the couch, walked all over my stomach, just yeah, yeah. belly flopped on me. I'm like, oh, that is not good. Yeah, you oh. didn't know when you became daddy, you were part jungle gym at that point. Oh, I knew that. It's usually his mom, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's usually her more than me, but it, I've gotten, I've gotten mine. I've gotten mine quite a few times. So oh, Okay, see, I get mine way more than... Way more than Danielle, I think, because as far as wanting to wrestle and play around and climb all over me, yeah, yeah. And when they get bigger, they don't stop. Like it's still that same enthusiasm comes. So now they're no longer two. Now they're six and seven, and they yeah. still want you to do all that. And it's like, hey, you're getting big enough now. It's a little challenge for Daddy to be throwing you up in the air and do all these things. Yeah, it's slightly. Was it? They're slightly. Uh, their motor skills are slightly better, but they're stronger than ever and heavy. Oh yeah. Like and I've been I'm... checking out my arms. I've been checking out my arms. Like I ain't lifting weights, but like, I feel like I'm getting kind of, uh, but I realize, Oh, he wants to be carried all the time, but I got to carry him because like, you, like we said <laughs> before, one day you're going to put him down and you'll yeah. never pick him up again. That's right. So. That's right. That time's gonna come, and those days will slip away, and you'll never, you'll never know, and you'll look back and regret it. Yeah, and that's what they say: is you'll never know the last time you pick them up. Well, speaking of picking up, uh, Bowman and I, Charlie and I, have been talking back and forth. Like, we've got this is episode number seven, and we're just kind of you know rocking our brain. Like, there's so much to talk about, but what should we focus in on today? And Charlie brought up an interesting stat just to kind of break the ice. And it kind of had us both think about, you know, how to start being a parent. Like, what is that process like for some people? Um, like, you know, some people plan, go out of the way and put it on calendars and write down dates and all that stuff. And some people just get a surprise, babe, I'm pregnant. And then you just got to, you know, figure out everything and, a little under eight, nine months. So that's today's topic. Like what was your timeline to getting pregnant or having kids and what was that like and all that stuff? Yeah. I mean, I think family planning is, uh, it's pretty ne necessary, but it's also overrated because I mean, I got married older. I think I was, uh, let's see, let me do some quick math here. I should know this, but, uh, you should know this. I should know this. I think I was 20, 28, 29, whenever I got married. I was 26. I know the day, the month, the day and the year. I know my anniversary date. Now, can I do the math right now from that year to current? No, but I know when we got married. Okay. All right. Well, it was a long time ago. Yeah. I take, I take that back. I may have been, <laughs> now that I'm doing math, uh, 27 i think i was 27 so i was right there with you you're 26 i was 27 anyway um, yeah 
Did you feel like at 26 that you were at a point to where you were ready to start a family, where you were ready to support your wife, you were ready to have kids and support them, you were ready to go? No. But here's the thing. I'm not going to lie. I was so naive. I didn't think about it. Oh, <laughs> It I never crossed my mind. Like, like, my wife and I, uh, we planned our own wedding. It was a small thing. We tried. I think it was pretty good. People, I think, liked it, enjoyed it. Uh, we didn't spend a bunch of money. Uh, maybe $5,000. Maybe. All in all. But, like, we used all the money from... We didn't have any foresight. Like, for example, we got married and we didn't have a place to go after we got married. <laughs> like her brother and sister had a hotel room because they were going to party and have a good old time. But something happened with that. They're like, I can have our hotel room. So we had a place to stay. And then we were on our honeymoon in San Antonio for a few days. And we didn't have a whole lot of money because we spent it on the wedding. So we used all the gift money we got from our wedding to finance our honeymoon and then we got back home and we stayed at her parents house <laughs> yeah uh, well, that's... We, we didn't think about finding a place to live or anything like that she had just gotten a job uh going on interviews and stuff like that just graduated college and everything but like yeah we were not at all thinking ahead we were just worried about getting married and forgot about everything else you just kind of think about anything else Okay, so that's not at all how I did it. So, so I've planned and a little bit more ahead, I guess, on that. But so I already had I already had a house when we got married, or I was I was renting a place that we ended up buying. But I'd yeah. been renting a place for three or four years, so I had a place we were going to live. We had uh, everything set up because I'd seen a lot of people, uh, you know, kind of scramble at the last minute. So I mean, we had our wedding set up. We drove down uh, to like halfway to Galveston the uh, that night and then went down to Galveston and got on a cruise the next day and took off uh, for seven days, which was awesome. But no, I had it. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. I still didn't feel like with my job, with finances, I was where I needed to be to take on somebody. It's one of the reasons we dated for, I think it was three years before we got married, three or four because uh, it was a long time before I proposed and I got to hear about that a little bit, but <laughs> you know, I mean, I just wanted to make sure that it's one of those things to where you, when you get to looking at it and especially being older now, looking back, there's never a great time. It's never going to be the perfect time. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Something's always going to be going on. It's either going to be money. It's going to be time, family, whatever. I mean, the biggest thing I would say is don't let that hold you back. And that's for getting married or having kids because having kids thing, I for sure never knew that, um, that I was going to be ready. I, okay. Let me preface this by going back a little farther. Uh, <laughs> growing up, I a hundred percent thought I was going to be retired by about 27. Yeah. That, that was the plan. And that was delayed. I originally thought 23 and that didn't work out. So I was like, okay, I'll push it back to 27 and now I'm 40 still working my butt off every day. But that was the plan yeah. early on. I mean, when I was young and in school, I had I had big plans and they just didn't work out. Yeah, I don't even have those. Um, but going back to starting the family, though, like once we got married, uh, like we never had the kid conversation. Really? Uh, 
I think we both kind of knew. I mean, before we got married, we never talked about how many kids you want. I mean, you know, I mean, it came up in conversation from time to time, but we never had that really deep sit down conversation. You know, did she want five kids? Did I want one? Did we want three? All that, all that stuff. We didn't think anything about it. I think it was in the back of our minds, but we never told each other about it. We never communicated it. So like the first few years, we're just, you know, a married couple and it was just the two of us. And, you know, it never crossed our minds. I don't think, I think like I said, it really hit me. I don't, we talked about this before. I think it hit me as a, as a guy one Christmas. Uh, I think you already had kids. It might've been just your, your oldest. Um, and like my sister-in-law, my wife's sister, had adopted some kids. We're going through the adoption process. And my my brother had a little girl. So everybody around us had kids. And it was just one Christmas. And I saw all these kids just running around and parents helping open presents and all that kind of stuff. And for the first time, as a guy, it hit me like, <laughs> this kind of sucks. Not having a kid. And to come home into a quiet house, a big house my wife bought, uh, too big for the two of us when we bought it because we knew we, were, we figured we we're gonna grow into it, and then you know it took a long time. And we came home that evening, and I just broke. And my wife had been feeling that way for a long time, but even her seeing me feel some type of way about it at that moment, like it, I think it kind of really made I don't know something clicked in this, and like well, we got to get this family started, so. A lot of a lot of error, uh, a lot of trials, but uh, we got a two year old now, so you know, right, right. We and the way and like and you know the way our older, I mean, our youngest son came about with the tragedy with my youngest son. Like that was not in the plan. <laughs> no one plans for that, right? Uh, to have a rainbow baby in a sense. So like that in its own way was like really crazy. I remember that. That Christmas, she found out like two days before Christmas in 2019, she took a test and she was freaking out because, again, we just lost our uh, we just lost Trooper. And I was praying that we were, that she was pregnant. I was praying she was pregnant. She did not want to be pregnant. Like we were not on the same page when that happened. Right. She did not want to be pregnant. And I was like, we can do it again. It's going to work out this time. And she came out and it wasn't like elation. It wasn't like disappointment. It was just, I'm pregnant. Well, I mean, some of that was probably just scared is what that was. was Yeah. Like I say, it wasn't like, yeah, we're fixing to go through this again. We had the tragedy with the first one. You know, what, you know, what are we going to do? Because, you know, nobody, you're going to be scared of that. You 100% are. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was interesting, but I would say before all that, um, again, once we really, I think once we got a lot older and sadly mid thirties, like we really talked about, you know, starting a family. We even went as far as starting the process to adopt at one point and my wife just wasn't down for it. So long story short, uh, it's a very hard process. And um, my wife was, kind of bitter about how that process went and 
it held her back. And I mean, we had a really, we had to have a really strong conversation because I was trying to push her so hard, just thinking, we'll just get to the end, we'll just get to the end, she'll see the light, just get to the end, and she'll see the light. And I, when I, when I stopped fighting and pushing her, and I realized how upset and how unhappy she was and how she was trying to do it just for me, but not really doing it for herself and for us. Right. I just had to let it go. So, and like I said, it wasn't too bad, but it was, it, it, I was saying, so there's things like that happened to us. That was our journey. Our, you know, how it happened for us, but like, how was yours? I know you, like you said, you kind of thought you had something planned out. Hey, the getting married thing I had planned out. I kind of knew I wanted to be at a certain level, everything like that. Now, the having kids thing, not so much. So the first time we found out we were pregnant, which is one we lost, um, I had, it was in, I guess, March. So it was it was early March. We had been married for a little over a year. Okay. And in that year, I told you I had, I had everything figured out in that year. We had signed the papers and bought our house in uh, October of the year we got married. Okay. December, I quit my job that I'd been at for so long. I moved, uh, I took a job that was uh, six and a half hours away. Uh, doing something I'd never done before in an industry I had zero idea about. I was sleeping at my buddy's house in his spare bedroom. And uh, I kind of, I was looking forward to kind of changing careers here because I was going to like an oil field services thing, um, working out there for him. He had an opportunity. He's like, hey, come out here. Uh, Midland was awesome at the time. It was Midland, Texas. I mean, the economy out there was crazy there was a lot of money floating around i was like okay i'm gonna go out here and take advantage of this opportunity so i i go out there i take it the first two weeks in so i would we would normally i would stay out there for two weeks and then come back and then it became every week but so the first two weeks i go out there i come back around home because they have an office here to pick up my company truck and me and my wife go out there on the way out there. It's first, her first time being out there. It snows 11 inches on the interstate. This six hour trip hmm. turns into like 11 or 12 hours. I mean, we're going like 20 miles an hour on the interstate. Some of the time to get there, we finally roll into town, get, uh, get to my buddy's house, settle in, get up. I go to work the next day. It, uh, it took about a day. Snow melts. Everything goes. She's in West Texas. It's all dirt, and there's not very much trees. There's not very much grass. Everything yeah. high and dead looking. She hates it. She's out. Yeah. Moving to Midland is not an option. We're not moving to West Texas. She she's done. Okay, so that's good choice. Good choice. That, that's right after. So that's mid January, right? So she's already let me know this is a no-go. I'm out here. I've left a career I'd been at for five years, a company I was at for five years when I was kind of getting established to get married, right? So we go out there. There's nothing going on. And uh, anyway, we wind up getting pregnant while I'm out there. So uh, 
<laughs> it's it's like she tells me and it is the scariest thing that i can imagine because like i said i've always been hey i want to get set up and and ready and and kind of know and all of a sudden boom here you go you're pregnant as like ready or not you know here it goes so like i said unfortunately that's that's when we experienced our first loss right there with that one um we come back saw everything went to the doctor and and we ended up you know losing that one so we didn't have it but that was the first time to where it really hit it's like okay uh you better get ready to have have this fa- have this family that you're going to have because they mm-hmm. it can pop up at any time it's here and and you're going to be ready and what i figured out from that experience was even if i'm not ready you're never really going to be ready you, nothing you're never going to have everything planned or perfect it's not going to be on a schedule you can do um, because then, you know, I know a, a lot of people has gone through this, but after we had that first one, we had trouble having the next one. And we even lost another one on the way. So you got that time to where, okay, I wasn't ready. I didn't want this till now. Okay. Well now that we had it and we lost it, just kind of let you know how bad you wanted it even yeah. if you know you were prepared and here it is. So now yeah. you have to deal with all that. And it's like, okay. So luckily same company I was at before uh, called uh, a couple months later, ended up coming back to town, which it's great where we live now because my parent, my parents are here. Her parents are here. We've got everybody right close to where we have childcare. Everybody can be a part of the kids' lives. I mean, we have a lot of family in this area so, I mean, it's just kind of the perfect scenario to kind of raise our family. And so we got back here. Yeah. And like I said, now we're actively trying to do it. And uh, everything just kind of falls in place, man. And then and then we started having them. So. And then, yeah. And you went from losses to three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, had the first one and we're completely happy because we didn't know if we'd ever have one. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that the heck yeah, you know, we we got one, you know, now and now we're good to go. And uh then we got another one. And then, so and and the second one was my boy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know a lot of dads out there struggle mm-hmm. with, with having girls. I know a lot of them that have, you know, two or three girls. And it's it's always that question of oh, do we try to have one more so we can get a boy to get that boy in there? I mean, I know people, I know people that got yeah upset i'm talking about that yeah. angry everything else because they did not have a boy and that's all they'd ever imagined their whole time now a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of these guys turned out to be the you know some of the best girl dads ever but that is a that is a real thing for a lot of dads out there but- not gonna front not gonna lie i thought with trooper entering and both i thought they're gonna be girls but i wanted boys I never said it out loud because I thought I was going to jinx it. But in my mind, I was like, I want boys. But in my head, I was like, I'd be cool being a, a girl dad. Girl dad said it's fun. I, I think yeah. it's just natural. But my wife wanted boys. I think it's just natural to want a boy to where, you know, you kind of carry on the family name and you, I don't know, there's just just something there. To yeah. where, like, okay. And, and some of that, raising a girl for a dad is scary because there's a lot of stuff about that you don't necessarily know, or you don't want to have to deal with as you look forward to it. The boy, it's like, Hey, yeah, I, you know, I don't know how to handle you. I know what you're fixing to go through in life. 
we can do yeah. this. I don't, I don't know that about my daughter. Exactly. So yeah, I was like, so when my wife told me both, she's like, do you want to know? She called me both times. She's like, do you want to know what the gender is? I was like, yeah. And I'm in my head, like, it's going to be a girl. But in my heart, I was like, I wanted to be a boy. And she said, boy. And I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And she was too, because as cute as she thinks she would make a girl, like, you know, the hair bows and the dresses and stuff, she enjoys being a boy mom so much. And yeah. Uh, but speaking about that, I was going to say something like, it's funny because after we had, we said after Trooper, I mean, Trinity came home with us. We've had them. There's times she sees other babies and, you know, she has baby fever from time to time. She's like, oh, we have one more. And I instantly go, no. Planning has ended. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, Train, the train's left the station on that. We're, yeah. And we're she'll see a little baby. Just one more. Just one more. I was like, you go to that baby and you pick it up and you hold it. And you care for it. And it's someone else's baby. And then and you, you give it back. You can leave and, with and ours. Go home with ours. Yeah, and he's under under a table pooping right now, <laughs> throwing a fit because he wants his pacifier. We're not giving it to him. You want two of those? So yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm good with what we have. Um, uh, and like, there's been times my wife has been like, um, uh, I don't know if I am or not. I'm like, oh, and before yeah. you'd be like. Please be, please be, please be. But now you're like, that's double the daycare. That's more diapers. That's more formula. That's more bottles. That's another car seat. More that's, like, you do all everything. that. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, nope, please no. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see how it's going to work. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. But again, I mean, hey, y'all should have another one. Why not? No. Just go ahead. It's fine. No. Hey, we just said it's never going to be the right time. So, hey, it'll be all right. Hey. You know this as well as I do. Uh, we have someone that we're close to that's about to have their first one. Uh, it's going to be a girl. And uh, I didn't have a conversation with him because I know he's not ready. <laughs> I know he's not ready. Now, well, I think he'll be, well, I think in a lot of ways, he'll be a very great dad. Absolutely. No question. I think every man has that in them that they stick to it and they want to be that. Right. But I would love to offer him some advice. Not that I know it all, because I don't. <laughs> I don't. But like, he's gonna be in for a rude awakening, and oh, yeah. it's a. So I would like for him to be prepared. At least, if if not, because again, you're never ready. You're never fully ready, even if you got everything planned. What's the old saying? You want to see if God has a sense of humor. Tell him your plans. Yeah. Like, I want to like let him know. There are some things that it just happens and you're just like, you just got to figure it out as you go. It's the school of hard knocks. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, he, <laughs> like I said, he's in for a rude awakening and you definitely, yeah, we probably need to set him down. That would be probably be a good podcast. If we set him down and yeah. we gave him, we went through everything with him here, uh, you know, just as kind of, kind of a way to advise that next generation of dad because there's a lot of things you're not going to be prepared yeah. for See, yeah and there's a lot of things people are going to tell you and you'll look back later and go oh that's what they meant but at the time you're just like no 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 no, that's not going to be how i do my family or my kids or anything like that 
because until you're in that situation, you can't imagine it. But looking back on my life now, there's a lot of wise advice I got that I kind of just discredited as, oh, no, that's just what happened to you. You don't you don't understand how I'm going to do it because I got this figured out. Yeah, I mean, you've heard it. I've heard it. My baby's not going to eat chicken nuggets and french fries. My baby's Uh not going to eat fast food. My baby's going to get organic everything, and I'm going to blend it myself, and I'm going to milk the cow that it gets the milk from once they're able to drink it and all that stuff. And you, my baby will never watch the TV. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, if you can do that, more power to you. Exactly. But we ain't it. We ain't it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Uh, right. But I was say I was gonna say something. One more little thing. Uh, but I forgot what it was. Oh, I do want to say that about uh, our mutual acquaintance. Uh, I already know what we're doing. My wife and I've already talked about it. We got some stuff. They're gonna we're gonna give them for their kid for their for their baby once it comes. And uh, I'm already gonna start buying diapers. I was like, if you don't have anything else, yeah. Well, I mean that's really diapers, diapers and formula wipes, or whatever all and that. formula. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the the baby clothes will come, come, and you'll dress her up real cute, and she'll wear it once, maybe twice. She'll grow out of it. You have all the fancy I toys. It out real quick. Babies just you know, lay around little, and do nothing. White onesies. You can you could just put the little white basic onesies on them. You're gonna be going in and out of it all the time. He needs a lesson yeah. in swaddling and and that's and changing the diaper, and and he's good to go, man. That that's that's all yeah. you need to know for the first little bit. And I was a mean swaddler. I was a mean baby burrito maker. Like, my boy was wrapped up. Like, he was good. Right. When his, my wife was like, how do you always do it so good? Like, I looked on YouTube. I use a lot of YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. figure stuff out. Still do. Every there's time nothing something wrong happens with to that. There's nothing wrong with that. For y- those of y'all watching on YouTube, there's nothing wrong with watching YouTube to figure out some of this stuff. Because, like we say, fatherhood is hard. Very hard. Rewarding. But it's hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so so we'll try to get that in in the next little bit. Uh, everybody, we appreciate y'all watching us, listening to us on on the podcast. Anywhere you're listening to those, like, subscribe, uh, comment, anything y'all would like to hear us talk. Share, about. share, share. We we may not be that intelligent on whatever you want us to talk about, but we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll look it up on the internet or on YouTube and and see what we can figure out. See, there you go. Yeah. I used some open AI. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. See you next time. All right.